Good evening. And welcome to a marvelous podcast. I'm your host, Nick Johnston, and I am joined, as always, by my good buddy, my brother-in-law, Noah Cecil, and my brother, who is absent at the moment because he knew we were starting. And he'll be back. He's just getting a little pop rooney. And we are also <laughs> going to be, be joined with pepperoni. Speaking of pepperoni, we will also be joined by our little buddy Tank the Who Dog. Escaped. Tank the Dog playing himself. <laughs> Tank the Dog and Finley. <laughs> <laughs> so, we have a lot of stuff that's happened in a short time span. We've got the Thor Love and Thunder trailer that dropped. We've got episode four of Moon Knight that also dropped. It was insanity. Oh, and our, our third post number three. Co-host is here. And Tank the Dog is here. Tank, how do you feel? Like a dog. <laughs> Still not talking. Okay. Anywho, no new developments there. First they off, they do this every time. Every time. So on the Thor: Love and Thunder realm of things, since we just watched the trailer ah, together, the thing I have nothing to say. About. Exactly. <laughs> Crippling anxiety and all the pressure on Jonah. What do you feel? Um, I really like the Forrest Gump aspect of him having that hat that just fell out home to me. Um, that actually is a thing, so you're not the you're not alone there because there's I've already seen like memes of like the Forrest Gump long beard not with the hat. Scene. Um Yeah, anything else? Just the Forrest Gump thing? Literally, I did not enjoy most of the Thor movies, and that's not me trying to be a Debbie Downer. It's just like, I watched Thor, and I was like, that was pretty good. And then I was told to skip Thor The Dark World. Like, I was told I did not have to watch that. So when I've said I've watched all the Marvel movies, that's not true. I have not watched Thor The Dark World. That's okay. I haven't watched The uh, Incredible Hulk either. I haven't watched The Incredible Hulk. Okay, so never mind. There are a lot of movies that you probably haven't watched. I've never seen Cat in the Hat. Yeah, that was the prequel to Incredible Hulk. I honestly, I think the only one I haven't seen is Incredible Hulk, which is weird because I might have seen like 10 minutes of it when it first came out and then fell asleep because I was a little bitty, little bitty, uh... I was trying to watch them all in order and then I went and was watching them with your family and your dad's like, don't watch this one. This one's no good. Don't even waste your time on that one. You don't need that for the story. And just, like, movie after movie that we brought that was, like, the next one that we were supposed to watch. He'd take a look at it and be like, no, go grab whatever the next one is. So, a bunch got vetoed, and I don't know if I watched them all, but Incredible Hulk, I heard from other people, wasn't worth going back for. That one is is tricky because it's semi-canon. Like, it's it's pretty much canon, it's but they swap, they swap the actors, so... It's dead to me. Also... Thor Dark World may have been terrible, but it's also important because it's got one of the stones in it, the Infinity Stones, which is like the whole point of the entire Infinity Saga. Um, anyway. Yeah, so about the trailer, um, funniest part was definitely by far the look at the people you love thing, and Thor just 
continuing to try to lean in uh, Peter Quill's field of vision, even though that's not what was going on. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was just listening. Yeah, it's it's interesting that uh, my favorite part was him doing the um, the training ropes, like they like they with the chains with the chains. The big, yeah. Also, visually looks great. I'm kind of worried about storyline myself. I don't. I don't have high hopes for this movie. I mean, I think it's going to be funny, but storyline. I don't really see what. There's not a lot left to do with the Thor storyline. Like, they can add stuff on, sure, but we're not building towards anything anymore like we were with all the other... Like, all the other Marvel movies, we watched them and they tied in with the Avengers movies. They were all important in some way or another, and any of these that are coming after... Like, we're already past the climax, and I just don't... Yeah, we're on the back end of his story arc, in in a way. So, and he doesn't want to be a superhero anymore, so why are we still watching him? That was really weird. That came way out of left field, because I thought like Chris Hemsworth was like finally liking the character and stuff. And then it's like, oh, all the things that you actually like about Thor, yeah, well, he's not going to do that anymore. He's going to be like a namaste. I think he became like a joke when he got fat in Endgame. Like, I'm not trying to be mean, but I didn't take his character seriously at all when I was watching Endgame. No, you weren't like at all. Yeah, because it was played off as a joke, but it also, like, is... He had depression, leave him alone. Yeah, it was... No, that's the whole thing, is, like, literally every single person in his life died, so he had nothing else to live for. So, like, I get what they were doing, but everybody was just going... Oh, flat, fat Thor, ha, hilarious. Even though, like, he's having a crisis... But anyway, that that we've been waiting for ever. Like this is the Marvel movie that has had the shortest distance of time between the actual distance of time. Yeah, you know those two things that <laughs> go very much together. Um, I don't know how else to put that, but the shortest time between the release of the movie and the trailer. So I thought No Way Home was quick. pretty quick, but so amount of time didn't. I guess amount works. I guess. But anyway, <laughs> that was very Owen Wilson. I guess. Oh wow, wow guys. Um. So on to episode four of Moon Knight. Uh, Noah, did you want to lead this one because you've watched it twice? Yeah, sure. Um. Okay, so. In the beginning, uh, we come back to, you know, him and Layla in the desert. He's passed out. She's got to rescue him from the truck. Did anybody else, as soon as, and this is not because I watched it twice, as soon as I saw the, like, all the ammo in the back of that truck, did you immediately think that's what was going to destroy the truck? Because I knew right off the get-go, I'm like, somehow, that, having all that ammo in there is why that truck's going to get blown up. I was busy eating lasagna, so I didn't know until she threw the flare in, and I'm like... Even then, I was like, hmm, this is... I don't don't know that it would really work, but I I knew that's where they were going, especially when I saw her have the flare, and for just a second, I thought I was wrong. When they come around the thing, and the flare's just sitting on the ground, I'm like, no, there's more for that flare. It's got to do more, and then there was a second flare. 
I instantaneously thought of Rambo when I seen like the flare come out, like because she's got the curly hair, so I'm immediately thinking like Rambo First Blood Part One, because he actually destroys like this entire ammo store, like the sporting goods store, like that is just filled with ammo and you know odds and ends, whatever, and just like blows it up. Like he doesn't end up killing anybody in that entire movie except like one guy, but I don't know. It just reminded me of that. It's it's weird that we all got different references for the flares because my first thing was the way the framing was is it looked like Jurassic Park to me like it in the rain there's a or it, it wasn't raining but I'm saying yeah, that that scene in Jurassic Park where like there's a T-Rex and there's a Hummer right in the same part of the frame and the, and the flare gets lit and you only get the back view like it was very Jurassic Parky for me we had a terrible joke about an English teacher. She would. She was a. She was a hefty gal. She was a pretty big gal. I'm not gonna name names. Um, but she, when she would go through the hallway, people would joke about how like a water bottle on the desk, like it would shake. <laughs> so it's like. Um, and. I'm sorry, but where where was the tie-in for that? The t- no, it was a Jurassic Park tie-in. Oh, okay, okay, it was yeah. reference to the reference. Why are, yeah, you being, why are you being weird? Being I'm just guy. wondering, I'm like, what, I don't remember anything shaking. I'm like, did I not catch something in two watch-throughs? Yeah, no, him and I are on the same page. Yeah. Whereas, like, okay, Jurassic Park or Godzilla or whatever movie. I was busy I was insulting a- teachers. <laughs> I've never seen Jurassic Park either. Oh I'm, my I'm goodness! I haven't seen. You're referencing Rambo and haven't seen Jurassic. I've Park. seen the new one, the newest one, whatever that was. Jurassic World. Yeah, I watched that with your family. I never saw any of the old ones. Oh my goodness! Chris Pratt. Mm. Um. So yeah, uh, I wanted to point out with the uh, ammo scene there, they they intentionally like they had a couple frames where it was specifically just showing you all the ammo, which. They had about that same amount of hold time on that scene I mentioned before, where it had like the mirror image, where when he was uh, main character was talking to statue guy, like it was perfectly like split down the center. It was showing the reflection off water, but it was just like a mirrored image. And I'm still hoping they're doing something with that because why would you include that and then not touch it? Like it had a as above so below kind of vibe to it. Nobody's probably seen that. But. No, but I will say you did point that out in the first episode as mm-hmm. well, so that's a cool tie-in. Um, my question was, how many Egyptian gods are there? Like, I was thinking, I was focusing on oh, the, you mean the storage shelves. Yeah, the storage shelves that have like <laughs> twenty gods. Like he's co- running a, a comic book store or something, like a collection that's, of them. That's they just take them out and play with them like action figures. That was what I imagined, like, because you guys remember from Chicken Little when the mom's like, I'm going to take away your Barbara Streisand collection. And runs like, Mom, you leave Barbara out of this. Like, I pictured, I mean, granted, I know the Barbara Streisand collection isn't action figures. It's probably movies, but I also kind of picture, like, 15 different little mini Barbara Streisands, too. I think that's funnier. It's like... Egyptian gods, gotta catch them all. God, gotta catch... G-O-D-D-A, gotta catch them all. Little G. Yeah, yeah, little G-O-D-D-A. But, um, another weird thing is, since we got the Thor Love and Thunder trailer out there, like, we've gotten 
We've gotten Egyptian gods. We've gotten Norse gods. We've got Greek or Greco-Roman because, like, a lot of the Greek and Roman gods are the same or very similar. So we had, like, Zeus in the trailer, which is going to be played by Russell Crowe. Fun fact. But, uh, so, like, all of the different mythologies are true, but are they all aliens like is the case with thor you know yeah i don't know but anyway just tossing that out there because it's like we got a lot of different mythologies in the picture now so anywho um so a little bit later on um when they're going to check out the uh camp and stuff um i wish my car stopped that quickly on sand Okay, that was impressive. <laughs> the uh, just stop on a dime in the middle of the desert from going quite fast. Uh, my car doesn't do that on pavement, <laughs> so it's I mean, a, they like it's a pulling. Hummer. Well, it's tricky because I've never driven on that thick of sand, but we've played volleyball on sand, and it is rough. Like it's hard to move. So like. When there, I know when there's a little bit of sand on, like, the pavement, it's crazy slippery. But, like, me, it's really hard for me to run have you in ever tried, sand. Have you ever gone out on ATVs and tried slamming on the brakes in the no, sand? No, because my family was poor, Noah. Well, so was mine, but I had a rich uncle. Oh, I never well. got to ride the rich uncle quad, so lucky you. Uncle Jeff? Yeah. Also, uh, my godparents, like, uh, Uncle Pat and Aunt Trisha. Cosmo and Wanda? Had, yeah. When he was younger, yeah. <laughs> Noah is an average kid. Oh, no. oh, wait, never mind. Sorry, godparents. It's okay, no one understands. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then we're, when we're in the camp, um, the tool that we, you know, see when we're, when we first notice there's, like, you know, a little blood trail leading away, that tool there, that is the same one that that thing is using to mummify the guy later. Like, exactly the same. So that camp had to have already been attacked by one of something from down in the the tomb or crypt or whatever you want to call it it's identical and i've seen it twice to prove it Hmm. did anybody else notice the thing i'm talking about? i missed that but it's weird that they have like different were those two different sacrificing tape sacrificial tables like what all was going on there what do you mean? I'm sorry. Like the the one where the, the you see the guy getting mummified? Are you asking if that's the same one from when they're like, oh, is that fresh blood? Yeah. It that's the same one. That was the exact yeah, same Layla one. Layla stayed down right next to it the whole time while uh, Steven went up and climbed up the thing and was looking for another way out of there because he didn't want to take the blood and bone tunnel. <laughs> so, yeah. that Those creatures, the, the mummy creatures, sh- Reminded me very much of the ones from The Mummy with Brendan Fraser. I know you guys probably haven't seen it. I have. You actually have? Yeah. Okay. I haven't. I haven't seen while. Jurassic Park, but have seen Brendan Fraser Mummy movies. Yep. Anywho, um, that's what those mummies reminded me of. The clicking... Any creatures that are tall, skinny, and do like clicking noises are always creepy in movies, but these ones were especially so... They were uh, very strong. Like, I mean, we, we see her getting thrown around like a rag doll, 
but not very durable because she just snapped his arm off. I mean, I didn't see where she had a weapon and chopped it off. And if you look at the bones, they look very broken. So, I mean, unless he broke his own arm somehow, I mean, she, she was doing a lot of damage. Even though he was the stronger one, she was ripping him apart, so... It reminded me so much about when, like, Woody has Buzz Lightyear's arm and he just holds it up like, NOTHING! And then Bo Peep's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Um. Oh, in that same scene, when she takes the arm off, I was like, what tool is he using to stab her? And it was his flipping... It was his bone. It was his wrist bones! Yeah. I thought he was, like, holding... I was like, what is this reed thing that he's using? It looks nope. like... Improvise! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> He's just what, trying to terminate her on her with the arm. Oh yeah, Terminator, Terminator two. two. <laughs> I was really disappointed because like they do the whole flare flare dropping tactic, the flare <laughs> dropping, the flare dropping tactic, where like they try to see how deep the hole is. Never one time in any movie has ever gone. Oh, you know what? Actually, it's really <laughs> remarkably shallow. We're saved. <laughs> oh, no, just I have nothing to worry about. Come on, gang. Let's go. Like, it never happens. It's always, like, deep yawning chasm. <laughs> or, uh, or a glow stick. Same, same trope. Of, like, yeah, same That's thing. a good point. Like, why did they do that? Like, we know it's going to be a deep hole. Just, I would honestly, rather than just waving for the camera, like, I think you know what we're going to do. <laughs> that's You've a- been thinking that, and you're going to say it. Oh, uh, we finally got to see Steven do something cool. Uh, I don't know if he squished... Like, I don't know if there's more than one of those things that we saw. Because he squished one, but I don't know if he, like, squished it to death or just kind of squished it. Uh, it sounds like, I mean, Hero's troops are all fighting other things during that scene. So... Do we take it no. multiple of those? Yes. Are those I'm, the priests that they were talking about? The Chaka priests? Oh, I didn't even to protect the tomb. I didn't even make that connection of like them being the priests. But yeah, there's definitely more than one. Um, I thought there were two, but there might be more if we're assuming that the squished one died. Then there was one attacking her, and then she killed the one by throwing it off the. I want to say cliff, but it's inside of a tomb, so I don't know what that would be called. Into the chasm. Uh, And then we also hear the gunshots afterwards. So. And uh, if she was able to rip the thing's arm off, and the one died from being smushed by what looked like just a normal table, um, then we have to assume there's multiple in the other uh, cave or whatever that the troops are fighting because... They have guns, and if the thing got its arm ripped off by a human person, uh, how many shots do you think it takes to kill it? Like, they fired a lot of rounds at that thing. But they were really quick. I don't know. I, I thought they were jackal. Like, I when we first see it, I'm like, oh, man, a jackal. And then it was not a jackal. It's a jackal. I wished it. I didn't think I was going to, but I wished it were a jackal. See if they did better with the CTI this time. Yeah, because it'd be it was slower. So it was, was good on those today, wasn't it? I don't know. Oh, it was all black to me. I, I, mm. But yeah, I think so. <laughs> no, the, ja- the jackals in the first episodes, I admit, did look like the monsters off Scooby Doo a little bit. Yes, though <laughs> like, from the Scooby Doo movie. Yeah. What are <laughs> Anyway, I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, um, um, I 
like the the line of "You're in love with my wife." I was like, "Well, no, I'm in love with our wife." And there's like a lot of weird implications we're not going to get into of like, is it a threesome? Is it not? And we've crossed into it. We crossed the Methodist line. Methodist polygamy. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I might cut this out, but That's anyway, fine. or don't, or don't. Um, okay, uh, can we agree that this is probably the like with the mummification process? They're probably the darkest thing we've seen in any of the Marvel stuff. Oh yeah. Um, like, I mean, one of the first episodes of Moon Knight is one of the first times I really saw a lot of blood or anything. People actually like having lasting injuries, and then. That that was very dark and gruesome. It it was weird because the while I was at work today, I was thinking when I watched the first episode, I was like, "Oh, this is a darker show." There's a lot of gore when he was like killing those followers or whatever. I was like, "Wow, that's a lot more blood than Marvel usually shows." And then the next two episodes barely had any, so I was like. Oh, is that, like, their one edgy shot was, like, him blacking out and being covered in blood? And then this episode was, like, pretty, like, terrifying. They definitely, like, they've shown a lot more of that stuff in horror movies and stuff, but for Marvel, this was farther than they would normally go with stuff. Right. Yeah, this is... We don't have to go back to the planetary genocide that Thanos and his soldiers did. Yeah, on Gamora's was, planet. <laughs> was less gory though. Perfectly balanced as all things should be. Oh, it's got Optimus Prime. Yeah. Every person with a deep voice is Optimus Prime. Or Josh Brolin, apparently. Um, I didn't realize that the other personalities could affect the body when they're not in control. Um. Well, we did see it once before uh, in the first episode of oh. the Scarab. Shy pointed it out because I said the exact same thing. You're like hundred percent. I I thought when one had the body, it had it all the way. She's like, "Well, that's not what we've seen before." Wait, what did you see that I didn't? She's like, "Don't you remember the scarab?" That's like the, every time you went to hand it off. That's the best part of the first episode too, and I can't <laughs> believe I forgot that. So good call. I redact my statement. <laughs> I am sorry. My wife proved us wrong. Oh, um. So- I feel so bad because I I get so many more things that I remember that I wanted to say but forgot to write down or think of different things after we record. So after last week, I had a couple, uh, uh, what would those, like, theories as to how this show is going to play out. Um, so before things got real trippy in the mental institution later like big bombshell what's you know i assume it's all going on in his head but yeah which is weird because the implication is that the opposite is what happened everything else was going on in his head right that's what they they were trying to throw us for a curve i think a lot of people were predicting that he was just crazy right right but um so we know that kanshu resurrects Mark or whatever from the dead, right? Because he said something about, you know, he's he brought your body back to life or whatever. So that gets mentioned. I was thinking, when he does that, does he 
were they on an expedition and you have like the mercenary slash explorer guy that was married to Layla that looks so that body would be owned by Mark right oh you're wondering if multiple people got put back in the same, in the body. same body like Jumahanji <laughs> it's a jungle inside your soul um so I was like what if there's like in all of these groups in all of these movies the stereotype is there's the adventurous one that has the girl there's the one that's like sketchy and evil which we've seen Kevin Hart <laughs> yes no, Kevin kidding. Hart I'm still going with the Jumanji thing that was my bad um you get the <laughs> sketchy one that's evil that you know is evil the whole time and then he winds up turning on the group and it's no shocker would be the one that's like completely fine with killing people like 100% fine with killing people and then Stephen Grant could have been the nerdy like if you've guys seen Atlantis yeah. the Milo oh, Thatch of the group which is like he knows all of the the nerdy information but for some reason mark is the one that remembers his actual life life like he had a full life because he's been married to layla so i was thinking maybe all of these people were on an expedition trying to find the scarab trying to find something and then which would then make sense why um he's got the memory like uh, when Layla's talking with Harrow about that, uh, and Harrow, you know, makes it sound like Mark had something to do with her father dying, it might be one of the other personalities then? Yeah, I was thinking it was that sketch, the, the one that's fine killing people, which we assume is Jake Lockley. And that's the one that turned on everybody and decided to execute the whole group. I thought so. And he would It'd have be been really like... weird to be in the same body with uh, the person that killed you. And how did he die? That is my only question. How would he have gotten... How would he have been a free soul to stuff in a body? Ooh, or, I don't know. Or... <laughs> same, same body did, with the person that Because him. he had already done something wrong, and that's when Kanshu goes after people. Could Kanshu have killed him before saving Mark, and then accidentally put a bunch of people all in the same body? I'm just wondering how... Like, if he was the killer, how would he also have ended up dead? I'm not sure. That was just, and then I, I was so sure that I was right when the, we don't know that he's in a mental institution yet, but the TV is on, and we don't know it's a TV yet, even though it looks very cheesy '80s movie or '70s Tomb movie. Buster. Um, I when he says I'm Stephen Grant or something, I was like, I'm, I was right. You know, that's the nerdy one that has all the information. You know. All this stuff. Um, I also had the thought, you know when Doctor Strange does the, like the force push astral proje projection? Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if he did that to Moon Knight and it like, boof, 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 boof. Like he's got like three, four. You're saying does it in the multiverse of madness? Like we get to see that and then that's what sets that whole chain of reaction? Or any anytime we see, if, if Moon Knight and Doctor Strange connect in any way, I just want to see that scene. Like, bottom line, that would be so cool of, like, seeing the different forms pop out. Because we already saw, like, Spider-Man. dolls. Yeah. Um, yeah. Slightly shorter Oscar Isaac. Bam, 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 bam. Or, or what they looked like before they died. If the other theory of mine is correct, this is a lot of what-ifs. Uh, no pun intended. But, also... We had talked multiple times 
about Werewolf by Night, right? What I didn't put together is on the same episode, we had talked about, oh, yeah, this is connected to Werewolf by Night because... Uh, the moon is getting more full. We or? didn't make that connection. That's the part I have written down here is we had said in the same episode, hey, did you guys notice that the moon at the end credit scene or throughout the series is getting fuller? But it was on opposite ends of the um, the episode. So, like, we started the episode, like, mm. hey, uh, his first appearance is in Werewolf by Night. Werewolf by Night's supposed to be coming out um, around Halloween. Um, a person I know is doing the makeup for Werewolf by Night. So, I, I'm hoping to get into contact with them later for like some kind of insights not that they're going to tell me anything but it'd be like after the fact you know is like it, kind of like an interview is it tom holland because he'll tell you <laughs> yeah true um but yeah i didn't i didn't connect the dots of the moon's getting fuller what if our end credit scene at the end of this series is like hinting at werewolf by night and then that gets you all pumped for when it comes out during Halloween. So anyway. So anyway, sorry about that rabbit trail, but I had these things left over that I have been thinking about all week, and now I finally got to say them. So anyway, someone else can take the floor. I liked the part where they were in like the chasm, and then Harrow's on the one side, and then Layla's on the other side. And then Layla, she's just doing the t- typical female thing where she's like, why do men like you need to be so condescending? And I just wanted Harrow so badly to go, it's called mansplaining, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. What do you um, oh. Okay, no, go, go ahead. Go no. for it. Ah, why do you guys do this? Um, it was just because it was still during that scene. Uh, when he yelled, wake up, I actually could not tell, just for a split second, if he was yelling that. At her, because she's, you know, not, like, understanding, or that's what he thinks, or being dense about it, whatever whatever he's thinking about with her, but I didn't know if he was waking up something else in the tomb, and, I mean, he's obviously got some of Amit's power, I did not know what he could do, and I got really, uh, like, my heart started pumping for that scene, because I'm like, what? Just woke up. <laughs> or is this something to do with their psychotic trip that they're going on inside of the insane asylum? That's and then nice. now Layla, yeah, now Harrow. Harrow really is, like, this therapist or whatever that terrorizes them, but there's no reason for him to do so. So, okay, vote between the three of us. Who thinks that the story that we're actually, like, that we've been watching this whole time is reality... And who thinks that the asylum is reality? All in favor of uh, what we've seen as reality being reality, say aye. 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 I'm just asylum. Aye, but just because I really want to see this eventuality where we're going to see this live talking hippopotamus Egyptian goddess <laughs> that goes hi, <laughs> Gloria. Gloria, Gloria from Madagascar. Oh, I just want to dunk him in my coffee. And, I, and I'm not downplaying it if you think that's what's going on. I, like, I'm hoping that we're jumping back to our normal reality because otherwise we don't really have a moon night. Like, he wouldn't, I mean, we'd still have Mark and Steven that are now uh, two people with the exact same body. 
Like, th- there's a lot of weirdness associated with this idea of the asylum being reality. Um, what, what if... Uh, the only thing I want to speculate on, what if the asylum being a reality is just a continuation? Now, the two personalities have become so separated that there's now two bodies. Oh, well, like, that happens all the time. I'm no, I'm saying like I'm saying like like in reality they think that they're they're just completely different. Like now they can interact at the exact same time, but so do other people perceive them as two people? That's my question. Yeah, we don't. Or I didn't we, know if you were we, saying yeah. that we were just able to see them both simultaneously because they were. We'd almost have to see how people are going to interact with them now because they might they could make it just vague enough to where we could you could think one way or the other. Yeah, because I mean they reacted to the hippo simultaneously just with different, same scream, different pitches, significantly different, and Stevens was hilarious. So while I don't, while I don't think that the mental institution is reality, I will say they only show all that crazy stuff with the sarcophagus, sarcophagi being in separate rooms. They only show Stephen and Mark as two separate but the same person when other people aren't around. So you could also argue that the hippo, the sarcophagi, and him untrapping Mark is also part of his mental break now what doesn't make sense to me is i don't believe that at all that that's reality but why is it a mental institution why are all these like i've seen these this exact trope happen in other movies of oh yeah it was all you know you you were in a mental institution the whole time i've seen like three or four movies of that same Right, and that's how it ends. Yeah, that would be like Instead the ending. Of, I'm hoping they switch back. I bet you halfway through the next episode they switch back. Because he still has to free Khonshu. We only have two more episodes. So the last episode needs to be uh, super action, fight the main bad guy, fight Amit if we're going to, as Moon Knight, in the Moon Knight outfit. We have to see, find, see Jake Lockley or whoever the third personality is that's trapped in the other sarcophagi, sarcophagus, because it's singular. We have a lot of things that have to happen in the next episodes. Sorry, I have to mention it right now. It's the perfect time. Um, we've all done this, and I'm not going to correct people for doing it. Um, it would actually be identity instead of personality, and we have all said personality and identity. Like, we switched back and forth. I've listened to all of our stuff. It would actually be identity. We are aware of that. We're probably still going to screw up. So, just... Oh, yeah. We know we're wrong when we're wrong. The, um... I could not get over the long falling down scene after Harrowood shot him. And then all I could picture was from Toy Story 2 where Andy's just like... Bye, Woody. <laughs> it's falling down the trash can thing. Oof. Um, have either of you heard of or played Until Dawn? It was a PS4. It's not like choose your own adventure, but your decisions do all matter. They affect the outcome of the game. Um, and because that is how they built the game, every section of the game you go and talk to a therapist 
that talks to you like in the same like office setting, although it's much creepier in, until dawn. And he talks just like Harrow. And so I, that that's the vibe I was getting the whole time is, oh, his answers to these questions are going to change the storyline. <laughs> yeah, I have not played that. I've heard of it, though. But, once again, I've owned an Xbox. for Since the PS2, the next thing I got I'm was... I'm sorry you make bad choices. Whoa, hey. <laughs> PS2 was a dream. Loved it. The original Star Wars Battlefront games are the best. Now, moving on. Thank you. Back to Moon Knight. The... The hippo was foreshadowed in the first episode with the the hippo plushies. If you guys remember that in the basement, um, mm-hmm. oh. so I thought that was cool. I loved seeing all of the characters in the mental institution that we've seen throughout the show. The cupcake. The the cup yes. The, out of all the characters, the cupcake. The cupcake. <laughs> that was the first thing. Like once, like your wife even mentioned the cupcake thing, but I didn't even need her to mention it because I seen. It, I was like. Cupcake. <laughs> they look so satisfying looking. They look like cartoon cupcakes. Like they look so perfectly tasty. <laughs> but no, the gold guy was there as the bingo. Uh, okay. The bingo I guy he looked familiar, and I couldn't figure out from what. Yeah, he was drawing him out of a hat, same as the hat that he. I forget if he wore. Th- he did he wear the hat, and it was gold, or <clears throat> did he? Is that how people were paying him? Is putting money into a hat? Mm. But anyway, the bingo guy was the gold guy, so I loved seeing him again. Gloria was another, I wanted to say inmate, but that's not how that works. Um, so yeah, there was a bunch of little, the guy getting gutted literally, or, uh, literally 10 minutes beforehand was the main muscle for the mental institution. Like, he was gutted by those... Uh, Things from wrong turn. Yeah, <laughs> those creepy mummy guys. Um. So anyway, that that whole scene was really cool. Trying to find all of the different things that have been throughout the series. I am very disappointed that uh, we did not see a return of Kanchu yet. I was really hoping for that. I mean, I guess it is a little soon. Are you guys really pencil fighting? Not anymore. <laughs> That sounds really weird to <laughs> say it like that. No. Yeah, We're just that. friends. I already kind of delved into what my predictions are. Oh! Another prediction? Um, We keep find, hearing that Layla... Kanshu wants Layla or something as a, an avatar. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if she's going to be... Amit's new avatar like when the main bad comes back she's probably going to like or in my eyes she might kill Harrow and then since she's a female god or goddess whatever it would be a good parallel to have it be Layla versus Mark slash Steven you know what I mean? Like that. I'm just going based off of movie tropes here. Like Kanchu is a male. He's got a male avatar. Amit. We don't even know for sure if he's Amit's avatar or if he's like I'm not Kanchu's avatar anymore. I want to be Amit's avatar. You know, like Amit's encased in 
is also like a concrete yeah. doll, same as Kanshu. So when she comes back, is she going to take over Layla? And then we're going to have the whole, no, I can't, you know, the only, it's the only way you have to kill Layla to stop Amit from taking over the world. And he's like, I can't do it. And then either Steven or Jake has to do like the finishing blow or something. I don't know. I have two celebrity guesses for who's going to play Amit. It's the wildest contrast I think you guys will ever hear. It's either going to be Susan Sarandon, okay, or Whoopi Goldberg. That'd be hilarious. I would love for it to be Whoopi Goldberg. It's totally not already available on the cast listing. Is it? Oh, is it really? Yes. Please be Whoopi Goldberg. Please be Whoopi Goldberg. Do you actually want me to tell you? I guess. Yeah, we want to know. Who's Amit supposed to be? Sophia Danu? Danu? Oh, that's lame. I mean, good for her, I guess, but I don't know. That sucks. <laughs> who plays Who plays Gloria? <laughs> I don't know. What was the hippo's real name in the show? I, uh... Jada Pinkett Smith. It's not Tefnut. It's, um... Oh, you're saying the hippo in the show. Yeah. I thought you were talking about Madagascar, because I'm like, that was Jada Pinkett Smith. Dude, that would have been amazing. That would have been awesome, because, I don't know, that's that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Surprisingly enough, Chris Rock didn't make a bald joke then, when it was actually a hippo that was bald. Keep, it's Melman going, keep my wife's name out of your mouth. Dave. David Swimmer is freaky when you go on Friends and you just turn off the laugh tracks. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it is such a trip. Have you ever seen that? I I feel like I've seen a quick Facebook video of that, but I might have to revisit that yeah, one. Yeah, just look up the sandwich. Uh, there's one where it's like he's at his work office and somebody takes his sandwich, and it is one of the... It's art. It's art. It's Hitchcock at its finest. Oh, so, uh, to our listeners, uh, anytime I just disappear for a long time, chances are I got curious about something we were talking about and went and looked it up. Uh, all throughout every episode so far, there's been some, sometimes multiple points at which I've just disappeared. That's where I went. I've never walked away one time. I just, I just like, hmm, I want to know more. I will say in the podcasts that I've listened to when there's three hosts, there's usually one Googler. So the Noah is officially, we're stamping it right now. Noah is our Googler. Can we call him our Jamie, like off Joe Rogan experience? I haven't listened to Joe Rogan experience, but he is our Googler. Um, so yeah. Uh, what like is your guys's, what are your guys's predictions? Cause I've already gone on my tangent. I don't. No. I'm like the conspiracy theorist here, so... Um, well, I do want to know if there would have been another one of his identities in that last, uh, thing, like the last sarcophagus, and I'm wondering, uh, Moon Knight's not really a different identity. It is Kanshu just taking over one of the existing identities. Correct. Um, same with Mr. Knight. I mean, that's just Stephen with a suit. Not really a different identity. Because it's still Stephen remembering all the Stephen things going on. So, 
that means we've only been exposed to two actual identities, which means that third sarcophagus that we didn't see open is probably the one we haven't seen yet. Which or that we've only seen briefly and not actually ever had any uh, information given to us on. Right. That'd be our Jake Lockley. Yeah, I would. I think so. Yeah, because... I mean, it's not like Moon Knight or Mr. Knight are going to be in the thing because they were directly tied to Conchu's power and he's useless right now. So, I still want to see what his costume would look like when Conchu gives him a costume because the other two are different, so there's not a reason for Jake's to be any different. It's going to be like the Sith robes from Star Wars. I think I already predicted it was going to be like Jesse Ventura from Predator, where he's like, I ain't got time to bleed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you did mention that. Well, I don't know if it was about... I think it was about that. It was about that? Okay. That's the only... Yeah, because I remember saying that's the only line I can quote from Predator on here, because everything else is just too filthy. (laughs) It just looks like a cowboy. Yeah. (laughs) That would be a weird costume. I'm sorry, but... (laughs) Between that and he says payback time. I love Jesse Ventura. Um, I so just wanted to go back to when Stephen. No, I'm sorry. It's Mark that's in the asylum. When he falls out of the wheelchair, I did not realize that what stopped him was like a wrist bracelet thing. I thought it was a catheter originally. <laughs> so when he fell out of the chair and then he just stopped, and I was like, oh! No! Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, he's taking that like a champ! Wow! No wonder you that thing over took, for what? Well, yeah, because the thing is, like, he, I saw him. He just stopped him. Like that thing took root. He's been there for a while. <laughs> it's like there's barbed. a calcium deposit under his bed. Oh man! <laughs> well, that's one way to make sure he doesn't leave. Oh, bingo! No, thank you. I would rather be sewn to the chair. Mm. <laughs> I think I would too. All the way around. <laughs> yes. Like up the legs, over the back, thighs. <sighs> yeah. Anyway. Uh the different Ooh. thought. Um <laughs> please change what's in my brain. Yeah. So Take predictions I know it kind of delved into it. Jonah, what you got for predictions for the next episode? Or end of the series, whatever. The next two episodes, let's say. Um, I really would like to kind of explore the whole they have a separate body thing for just a split second. Because if they do have separate bodies, like what we were saying earlier, some shows or some movies do a very good job basically portraying like, okay, yeah, it's two different ones, but like the same... Like, they can keep something like that going for a long time. Like, I don't know if you guys... Do you guys remember Book of Eli? Did you ever watch that? I watched it one time. Oh, you just so you didn't get that experience of watching it the second time, realizing he's blind. No, I knew that the first time. You're telling me you sat down, started watching the movie, and you're like, oh, I know he's blind, like, right from the get-go. No, not the whole time. I don't remember <laughs> what part of the movie I figured don't it out. Don't tell me it's it, really, it was they like a Riddick. They give it away at the end. Yeah. Like yeah. They, they, uh, but he's saying, did you get the opportunity to rewatch it with that knowledge? Oh, no. Because that's that make it better? That, that's going to give this episode, or not this episode, this series, replayability, I think, if they end up switching it to that. Because I think they could end up adding a twist in it to where it's like, oh, that's how it's been like the whole time, but we just didn't realize it. 
I think they're. I think you're right in the terms of like when you rewatch it, you're gonna be like, oh, I caught this, this, and this because I I did mention briefly last episode a similar idea of like Jake has been there the whole time and all the times we thought he was blacking out and it was Mark. I'm thinking like it was Jake that was like killing in the first episode when his hands are all bloody and there's a bunch of dead people around him. I think that that was Jake and not Mark personally, but I think we'll find that out later. And I don't know if they're going to do the late, the, you know, hold the audience hand and do the flashbacks of all the times that it's been Jake or if they're continue your Disney plus subscription. You yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's a good point, And I do think that that's a good idea. It just reminds me so much of like in Lego Star Wars when you can unlock a character to go back in a different earlier level and like that's how you get all the discoverable things in the episode. Which I think is probably where a lot of my childhood anxiety came from. Honestly, remembering like, oh, okay, I remember Jar Jar Binks. He can jump really high and eat him for this one. Because he starts Jar Jar. It's a force jump. Man, we've we've done so much <laughs> Star Wars in this episode. Oh my goodness. I already well, forget it was canon. <laughs> oh, that's when it. That's his. Th- oh, it's not Jake Lockley. It's Poe Dameron. Is the the third personality? He's just I did like, say that. Like as first the, episode as the third personality. No, I was just joking. But see, I remember when I was talking about Poe Dameron. You guys both were looking at me like, "What are you talking about?" But in episode seven, Poe Dameron, which is Oscar Isaac's character in episode seven, he you don't I actually you don't actually that was. Yeah, like, yeah. you don't actually see him in the desert because, like, when that TIE fighter sinks down and then Finn is, like, freaking out because he thinks that Poe is just sinking with it, we don't actually see Poe escape, but he does. Like, wow, we end up seeing him on that. We end up seeing him on that planet later. Or is, is, planet later. is the uh, other personality Apocalypse, and that's why he's so fine with killing people because... He, he also plays Apocalypse, which, fun fact, is an Egyptian, like mutant. Oscar Isaac played. It, he was Apocalypse? a he, he was Apocalypse in the newest X Men movie that came out. Really? I. If you guys would have asked me, hey, have you ever seen Oscar Isaac in anything before? I would have said no. Turns out there's a bunch of things I just looked. I'm like, I don't remember his face in any of those. But not even the new Star Wars. That's the only thing that I, I could not, think of. I did not remember it being him. Like now that I'm looking at like pictures of him in the movie, I'm like, oh yeah, I guess he was there. <laughs> I I don't know if this is just me. I don't know if this makes me a terrible person, but I thought of Rami Malek <laughs> as Moon Knight. Like when they said that they were doing Moon Knight, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's gonna be Rami. Ma- However you pronounce his name, Ra- hey. Rami Malik, Rami Malik. Rami Malik. Who, by the way, does one of the voices for Until Dawn? <laughs> really? Yes. Oh. Full circle. And in Moon Knight at the Museum, <laughs> um, he plays uh, the Pharaoh that owns the or the son of the Pharaoh that owns the tablet. Right, right. Um. Yeah. Full circle, guys. We got we covered so much ground. Um, I don't think it hurts when we go off on our rabbit trails because it gives us a chance to tie back into things later. Oh yeah, it's all part of improv, baby. 
Um, What's the deal with airplanes? So, yeah. I don't really have any more predictions. That's fine. I don't need to, like, squeeze them out of you guys. Like, a lot of them, we're going to get more predictions as we go along. But I was like, I did way too many predictions. And maybe, since I shot out 32 predictions... One of them will stick, and then I'll be like, aha, I was right. I told you guys. Um, I thought, we saw where he got shot. Both both shots. One of those for sure hit his heart. How do we think he's coming back? Because... Kanshu again? Question mark? out of the picture. So, he's... Is Layla going to release Kanshu? And I... I oh, How is she going to get there? I know we're circling back... We do this in every episode where we're. It seems like we're gonna wrap up and then we go right back into the center it's of the episode. Thing, yeah. Um, but I will say that that shot caught me a hundred percent off guard because I'm like, we're two episodes away from the end. We know he's not gonna die, but I did not see him getting shot in the chest twice. Right? Was it two times? Yep. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that coming at all. And then I'm like, are they going to do the healing waters thing? Is Kanchu going to have to bring him back? No idea, but I will say, I was expecting maybe shot in the shoulder. You know, that whole thing. Now he's not only been shot twice in what was seemingly the heart, but he drowned. So, whatever... He did. Let's say it was not his heart and it just, you know, blew through an artery or something. He has drowned since then. I don't know about the drowning thing, because... When they zoomed out, right, it looks like pretty shallow water, and his head is still, like, his shoulders and stuff seem to be touching the floor, but, like, the top of his arms and, unless that was the water. I was going off what they did with him, like, sinking, though. Like, there was a whole 20 seconds. That's when I said, bye, Woody. (laughs) (laughs) I. Now it's funny. Well, I get what I get where the spot was that you were referencing now. Like now I see it. Okay. Before I was like are we, I th- I had thought you were talking about like the mummy falling off of the cliff or not cliff the into the cavern in oh. the whole bye Woody. Oh, no no no. And no, then no, like no, now no. I get it cuz it's more slow motion and I see what you're, where you're coming from now. Yeah, okay. Um you've been redeemed. Thank you. Uh, it's the least I can do after you apologize about that. You gotta back him away from thing. the microphone a little bit, because. Oh, yeah, Tank, tank Head. <laughs> tank wants Make to him sound like a, a pug. Podcast. <laughs> well, that's what they're hearing. That might not be what we're hearing, but that's what they're hearing. He's that's why I kept telling him to get down. I don't have a problem with you loving on it, but you're in the seat closest to the microphone. He's such a sweetie. Just gonna be. I'm going to have a fun time editing this episode. Yeah? Yeah. And that's sarcasm, (laughs) because there's so much to edit in this episode. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Obi-Wan Kenobi, remember Methodist polygamy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I think that's that's about a wrap, right? Yeah, I'd say so. We did. We delved into everything. Um, Yeah. So... This has been a marvelous podcast, or I guess we will let you guys be the judge of that. We can't... It sounds a little presumptuous for me to say that this is a marvelous podcast, but this is a marvelous podcast. 
Make sure to Hulk smash that subscribe button. Uh, thank you guys all for tuning in. You can email us uh, questions, comments, predictions. Uh, that'd be super cool. Concerns if you're worried about us. Yeah, I mean, that would be really sweet of you guys. You guys don't really know us or care about us. You know, we're, we, we don't have fans yet because we just started out. Maybe in, you know, six months there will be somebody that's like, Oh, I love these guys. But uh, anyway, you can email us at marvelus.cast at gmail.com. We are on all kinds of platforms. You can visit our Facebook page, all that fun stuff. We'd love to hear from you. Um, please make sure to... Uh, I'm not going to be like all of the other creators on YouTube, on podcasts, on all that stuff. It's like, please leave us a five-star review. I'm not going to force you to choose five stars. Like, how... If you give us a poor review, can you tell us why? Before you do it. Yeah, and like, I don't know if it's just a me thing. I will say, I'm not going to say, hey, give us five stars. Because we might not be a five-star podcast in your eyes. But please, like, one star, what have we done so wrong to get a one star? Like, I'm hoping that we don't get anything lower than three I liked, stars. I liked the content, but he <laughs> said Methodist polygamy. <laughs> <laughs> I love all people. Um... We will see you next week on another episode of A Marvelous Podcast. Bye. Take care. Toodles. Tschüss. Bis später. I don't know what that means. Auf Wiedersehen. <laughs>